welcome everyone to another episode of Elvis Type Podcast. It's your hosts, Travis and John. John, how are you doing today? I'm exhausted. How are you doing? I'm, I'm exhausted. Yeah. John and I have been, uh, our wives have been uh, going to town in our yards. They are basically professional landscapers and landscape art. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, well, I mean, right now... Lowe's is my best friend. Like, uh, <laughs> I wish I had stock in that company with the money we've dumped in it for the first hot weekend in the last six months, I think. You know? yeah. 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 It's beautiful outside though, right now. But yeah, life has been super, super busy. Um, I got injured, so I can't help too much out in the yard. Like I tried sh- like digging a hole yesterday, and then just the process of digging the hole, uh, I hurt my, my injury. <laughs> I mean, that's quite convenient. It's yeah. like every time somebody would move and they'd be like, hey, man, can you come help me move? I'd always have like a rolled ankle or something. Yeah, you're like, actually, I can't. Even my own house, like, you know, we moved it twice. <laughs> so I was like, I, I can't. I rolled my ankle. That's funny. Yeah, no, I uh, I got injured on Tuesday uh, of this last week. If you guys are listening to this today, it comes out. It's a Monday. Uh, so last Tuesday, and I'll probably put the 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 moment it happened as B roll over what I'm about to say. But I r- was rolling with Cody, uh, our brown belt school owner, and uh, I was I don't remember how exact. I'll have to rewatch the video. So, but long story short, he was on putting his chest pressure uh, on my left shoulder. I was laying on my right shoulder. And uh, we both moved at the same time, which caused like all the pressure uh, to basically. I feel I felt some popping in my chest, and now um, I can't plank and lift up my arms. I have a hard time uh, sitting up. It's weird because it's my chest; it's not my abs, and so I have like pain in my my clavicle and outside of my shoulder. My sternum's a little tender. Uh, my right trap behind my right trap is tender um and it's been like this for almost a week now and so i think there might actually be something wrong but uh yeah so if you guys are watching this on youtube you'll see the the b-roll over when it's happening but man that that hurts so bad so it was incredibly bad let's talk about that for a second right because this happens to everybody in jiu-jitsu they're going to get injured in class at some point. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? Because sometimes you like you go anyway because you don't want to miss any classes. But then you take time off. Like I don't even know how long I've been in and out. You know, in the last year. Yeah. Like what are you going to do? Right. Like are you going to miss it? Or some people are like, no, I'm going to go and just sit and watch from the sidelines and pick up what I can. And I know that sounds great, but you're also like, man, well. I'm injured. I might as well use these two hours that I'm free now that are normally <laughs> occupied to knock out other stuff that I need to do. So yeah. What do you think? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and still go to class. Um, I, I don't have any lost mobility. I can still pull. Uh, I, 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 I lifted weights on Friday. Yeah, I went to the gym on Friday and nothing really seemed to be bothering my my chest uh, besides, like I said, I was like in a plank and I was supposed to do banded plank rows to where I'm in a plank and then I have like a band and I pull the band. I could barely lift my arm off the ground mm. in that plank. Uh, it was, you know, on a, on a scale of one to 10, it was like a nine and a half in pain. And I was like, all right, looks like I'm done for the day. Like, but I'm still going to go. I'm going to just, uh, try not to roll with anyone that's going to want to go too crazy and just, you know. Uh, try to baby it for a little bit and if it still bothers me in a couple of days i think i might actually go see like a cairo or like a pt or 
try to get to maybe maybe someone at home if you guys are listening to this and you can give me a clue on what it is <laughs> and could, how I can fix it. A GoFundMe and you can get that stem cell, bro. You know what I mean? That'd be legit. Go fund us for stem cell. Yeah, maybe I'll hit up <laughs> Dr. Neil Morris. Yeah, right. You're like, hey, like, shit, this up, man. Like, let's get it going. Yeah. So that's that's a uh, that's where I'm at now. I don't want to miss any classes because um, I don't know. It's like I, I don't feel like it's a non-training injury. I feel like it's just me. But you being... haven't trained since the injury, jujitsu, right? Or have you? No, I haven't. That's not because of the injury, though. That's right. just because of life. So then you so... really won't know if that'll impact you or not until you go do it. Mm, I don't know, because I rolled f- three or four times after it happened, hmm. and it was fine. Um, and like I said, like I, I worked out on Friday and whatnot it's only like certain things that are that are bothering me like, with sho- it right like now. shoveling to help your wife yeah i, I legit uh, yeah mm, you know interesting. very convenient i'm that confused that he's like do you hear me? he's lifted weights he's doing all this Dude, but, he, but he could work a shovel i i that's what i'm saying like it's like <laughs> that's what's weird about it is i'm like i'm like there's it's no loss of mobility like if you guys are watching i can hold my hand above my head no pain you know what i mean i can backhand john oh, and no pain no pain uh, <laughs> <laughs> on me maybe him but yeah. like there's that's what's weird about this is like it's um it's only in very limited uh situations and movements is where it bothers me so like i was boxed i was doing seated box jumps seated box jumps and uh me throwing my arm like this doesn't hurt but like using it to generate power hurt i get you and yeah. i was like man this is weird so just nurse it's, it. Yeah, it's like the first major injury that I've had in jujitsu. So I'm like, please, please don't last forever. So which side is it, left or right? My right side. So just use the left every the whole time in class. Yeah, my non jujitsu side. That's gonna work out yeah, real great. Yeah. So just make sure coach ain't watching. <laughs> yeah. So when when you're coming back, your your legs are looking better. It's still a little red, but yeah. I mean, Travis was just we were just looking at it. Um, you can still see it on the leg, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I went through two weeks of medicine. Um. And you can't drink alcohol in that medicine, so that was like that might be the first time in a long time I went two weeks with no wine, no beer, no nothing. Um, which the first night I had wine after the two weeks, I had like crazy headache the next day. I was like, man, I felt great the two weeks of none. So yeah, it's just something to keep in mind. But uh, I mean, I plan on going back tomorrow. Um, not tomorrow, Tuesday. Uh, you know, I have another doctor's appointment on the fourth. At this point, I don't know. Maybe it's just scarred. I don't know. Yeah, it just looks like a little. It doesn't. It just looks like red, dry skin on yeah. his leg. Right I mean, the now. hair grew back, so I'm assuming it's good. Yeah, has yeah. it has it been bothering you in at all, or not is the last it like couple itch days or anything like that? Not the last couple of days. That's mm-hmm. good. So hopefully, hopefully it's done healing. Yeah. You could just freaking if, as long as you don't blow your back out doing yard work. Right. Yeah. Building yeah. a doghouse. John. John doesn't know how to read a tape measure. I do not. No I joke. Do not. But John just built a beautiful doghouse <laughs> in his backyard, so he's very resourceful. So- <laughs> You got to learn to eye everything if you don't know how to work a tape measure. Yeah, right. So some of the things I also want to talk to you guys about today, if you're listening at home or, or watching on YouTube, um, then you would be hearing this. Stupid me. Anyways, so, <laughs> uh, so you know, just a little bit of updates uh, about the podcast. Right now, um, we're, to be honest with you guys, we're still growing you know, quite a bit month over month or not month over month. We've kind of like plateaued on our monthly downloads recently. Um, but like our Instagram and our social media have really been taken off and whatnot. And it's, it's been really cool to see. Um, we picked up another sponsor. If you guys haven't noticed the mummy sleep pillows, um, 
which are great pillows. We could kind of segue into an ad for them real quick. Uh, I've been using mine. I mean, we've been we've had them for like two months now. Yep. And I use mine every night when I go to sleep. It's super comfortable. Um, the beautiful thing about it is it doesn't like have my neck, you know, crink. You know what I mean? So where I wake up in the morning, and my neck is sore. I absolutely love that about it. I love how soft it is. I love how breathable it is. Um, you know, sleep is. Like we always say, like sleep is one of the most important parts of your recovery. And uh, with with my my mummy pillow, it's it's been great. It's been much easier to fall. It's actually weird. It has been easier to fall asleep with this thing. So, and then you know, I just I lay on it, and I have like they have the six chambers, and I just like pick my head on one of the chambers and just <laughs> lay on top. Yeah, of it's it. nice. You don't need to fold it up or anything like that. Yeah, everybody knows what it's like when they go to bed and your favorite pillow was stolen by the spouse and you're like, Hey, where's my pillow? Give me my pillow. You'll take that shit back. I got to use the pillow for a good solid month. And, uh, now my wife stole it. And, yeah. Uh, it's her favorite pillow. So I can definitely attest that it's a good pillow. Yeah. My wife has been asking me to, to steal it from me. And I'm like, look, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can't get you another one. So if you guys are interested <laughs> in mummy pillows, who's now one of the sponsors of the the podcast, uh, you can use code elbows tight at checkout for 15% off of free shipping. Um, it's over at mvmisleep.com and use code elbows tight at checkout and you get 15% off of free shipping. I can't, I honestly can't recommend them. Um, John and I to kind of stay on the sponsor stuff. Um, but not an ad. John and I only like to pick sponsors for the podcast that we actually believe in and use and enjoy. And uh, we try to make sure that you guys get value out of who is sponsoring the podcast too. John and I have turned down multiple sponsorships because we just felt like it wasn't uh, a good fit for the podcast or um, they couldn't provide enough value to you guys not necessarily to us, because I mean, obviously, if we're getting sponsored by someone, there's there's perks for us. But um, we felt like we always want to give back to you guys, because obviously, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here. So yeah, and I mean, think about the things we've sponsored so far, right? It's things that we use, so we think our audience would use it. Like you know, we all care about sleep, right? Um, the manscape stuff. Like I mean, everybody that goes to the yeah. gym is like, dude, I wish that guy was fucking manscaped. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, uh, the, the pre-workouts and stuff like that. A lot of people use that in the gym. You know, yeah. everybody likes that kick right before class, you know? So we've tried to pick things that everyone would use or that we would use that we think everyone would use. Yeah. And, uh, this kind of goes to the topic of, you know, if, even if it's, we think it would fit you guys, if you guys, um, don't take advantage of it, then obviously, uh, you guys have spoken, and there's no reason to keep a sponsor. So Amino Co. We we did a six month with them, and uh, unfortunately, we came to terms that you know we split ways with that sponsorship because you guys at home um, it didn't connect with you. We thought it'd be a great product. John and I absolutely loved it, um, but you know it's it's it was more of a premium product, and and uh, you guys at home, you know, you spoke and you it it, it didn't connect. So we ended up. Uh, dropping uh, partnership with them, but it was a great experience being with them. I still use, I have a crap ton of their stuff left and I still use it. Like I honestly, truly do believe in the product, but it doesn't matter if John and I believe in the product, if you guys at home uh, don't take advantage of it too. So there's no reason for us to, to keep them on board. If, if, you know, it's not a mutual thing between the whole community. Yeah, it'd be interesting if we could um, poll the audience on, on what they think would be a good sponsor, right? Ooh, that's a good, yeah. You know. How about you guys do this? Let's, 
DM us if you guys can think of a good sponsor or know someone that wants to sponsor uh, the podcast. We're always open to sponsorships. Um, and then, you know, we can talk business with them. And, you know, it's unfortunately, you know, I feel like sponsorships are like a double-edged sword, I guess you would say. Like, they're great because they help us grow as a podcast, and I've hired an editor to take care of some of this stuff, and I per- and hopefully at one day uh, I can hire him to just do everything for us, and we can just sit here and record and yeah, <laughs> I mean, pass I, it off. But. Sponsors are necessary for podcasts, yeah. right? Like, it's not like we're sitting over here fat cats getting rich, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's not the way it works. It, it helps with, like he said, getting an editor and, and paying for all the hosting services and things of that nature. Yeah, right now, all, any money we make, John and I don't pocket Everything goes back into the podcast to help us grow and to help us produce better content for you guys. Um, as much as I would love to have this as a full-time job, it's quite a ways away before that. But uh, you have to spend money to make money, and you need to reinvest in your business in order for it to grow. If John and I pocketed everything, then the podcast wouldn't would never grow, and we'd just be making you know money and not not taking advantage of it for the podcast so um but yeah so if you guys have any ideas as someone that you would like uh to sponsor us let us know in the dms uh we're always willing to talk to people i would really like a gig company that'd be legit breaking news manscape now sells beard products that's right they are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new beard hedger pro kit from a beard trim to a fresh shave the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make sure your drapes match your carpet. By going to manscaped.com and using the code ETP20 for 20% off and free shipping. Again, that's ETP20 for 20% off and free shipping. It's time to tame your mane. No one likes a weird beard, so say goodbye to the stubble trouble with Manscaped's Pro Beard Kit. My wife hates when I have stubble. She actually, she's like, don't even kiss me. Trim that mustache. And same, th- thanks, same. Manscaped, for making it possible now. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a juggernaut for fixing faces. First off, the cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 haircutting lengths, all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extras and add-ons. That's right. Face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get 20 different beard lengths and just one guard. The Pro Beard Kit also comes with three free gifts. A beer brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. So get 20% off in free shipping with the code ETP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code ETP20. Manscaped Beard Hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. Thanks, Manscaped, for sponsoring this episode. Man, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I think I'm all about like the finger tape now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... I'm wrapping up my toes now, like all of it. Well, the the guys, you guys, uh, after this, we're talking to the Limitless mm-hmm. Radio Cast guys, Chad and Terry, and they are the owners of Limitless Tape, also. Mm. The stuff I just gave you. They, I know I haven't used it. Oh, yet. okay. So I mean, we could talk to them. What am I? I can't tape up my my ringworm right now. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So I've had to wait, and now I'm gonna be all winded when I finally go back to class again because I've been off for weeks. Yeah, it's gonna suck. <laughs> I mean, you could tape your ringworm, man. You're just like you could be, be like one of those guys that doesn't yeah. tell anyone in the gym. Yeah. I mean, somebody gave me the shit in the gym. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That that'd be that'd be pretty funny. John comes yeah. in, they're like, "Hey, how's the ringworm?" Oh, it's fine. I just taped it up. And yeah, we're yeah. good to go. Yeah. But <laughs> it's good. <laughs> what was everybody saying at our at our chat? Said, put some lemon oil on it. It'll go away. Bullshit. It didn't go away. Yeah, yeah. John's ringworm is a feisty one. So. 
Um, but yeah, and some of the something else that I kind of wanted to talk about too was um, I would really like for our community. This may sound stupid to some of you. I would really like our community to have a name, like uh, something that you know. Um, when we talk about you guys, instead of saying, you know, the community, we could be, you know, like Justin Bieber has the Beliebers. You know, I'm not saying you guys are <laughs> Justin Bieber fans, but I don't know. I would really like like to have have a, a name for the community so we all can, you know, like if I started a Facebook uh, group, we can name mm. the Facebook group that instead of the elbows tight group. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the, yeah, I could see that. That's kind of what I'm saying. So what John and I want to offer is if you guys can come up with a name for the community that we pick, uh, we'll interview you on the show. doesn't matter how long you've been doing jujitsu or anything. We want to hear your story. We'll bring you on the show. We'll do an interview with you. And uh, I think it'd be a great opportunity to have someone from the community come on the show and you know tell their story and how, how jujitsu has impacted their life. So what I want you guys to do is I want you to DM our Instagram and let us know uh, what your idea for the community name would be. And if we like it, like I said, we'll, we'll pick it up and we'll, we'll make a Facebook group and you can come on the show and we'll interview you, tell your story and uh, have a, have a good time with that. What do you think about that, John? I think it's gotta be a good name. It's I, gotta be a good name. John is such, oh, such a boomer. Man. Look, he, I talked look. about this beforehand and he was like, he's like, Oh my God, why like, would well, we do what that? What are you talking about? What is this shit? Like groupies? <laughs> like, I was like, no, they're like Swifties. Like, like, well, just think, remember with the gym change names? Yeah, and like yeah. all of us hated the new name. And yeah, like, we it took us a year to come to terms with it, and we don't. I don't even like telling people the name of it when they ask me. I just tell them where we're located. Yeah, not the name of the school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of uh. So we 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 go to virtuous fitness or for virtuous See? grappling. It's hard yeah. to say sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people were were giving it nicknames of other <laughs> words that start with a V. Yeah. Not yeah. family friendly words. Yeah. So yeah. 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 not victorious grapplings. <laughs> <laughs> Victim grappling. <Yeah. laughs> Should I feel like a victim sometimes, dude? I'm gonna feel like one that's yeah. Weird. Yeah. So hey, and then also I I've, I wanted to kind of talk about I, over on our YouTube page. If you guys don't follow us on YouTube, um, I don't know why you don't. And uh, you should probably go do that right now. YouTube.com slash at elbows tight. You know, the little at sign. But I like posting uh, like surveys and questions for you guys over there to kind of pick your brain on who you are as a grappler, what you guys prefer and all that stuff. And and I would like to go over some of the answers that we've gotten because they were pretty interesting. Uh, the first one I asked, what do you prefer, gi or no gi? 53% people said gi, while 47% said no gi. So mm. a majority of you guys like gi, and uh, I prefer gi. I, what about you, John? Uh, I mean, I'll be honest. I, uh, I'm i more comfortable in no gi only because I feel like I'm not uh, – it's almost like less claustrophobic, if Ooh, that makes yeah. sense. Uh, my problem, though, is I have shit submissions in no gi, like maybe one or two tops. I just, you know, without having those grips and like yeah. – like, it's just difficult. Like I've trained so much in the gi, I, I don't have shit for submissions, no gi. Yeah. But I also like I never feel pressure in no gi like I do when I'm in gi. What when do you someone, mean by that? I mean when someone's uh got mount or whatever, I'm not as hot and suffocated, and I don't feel as claustrophobic when it's no gi. But I yeah, don't know. it's just the way it is. 
Yeah, when I, I can get out with, of anything in Nogi. <laughs> when I rolled with it, Cody the other day, he got me in the head and arm choke, and he didn't. It wasn't the choke that I tapped to. It was um, his gi started suffocating me. Like yeah. it was in my like I was trying to breathe because like his shoulder was like at like at or above my nose, and then all of a sudden he like readjusted. I was like, oh no, I'm still good. I got plenty of space in here, and his gi started like like ball gagging me it's like, uh, <laughs> i mean i've almost had like panic attacks sometimes in the gi when someone's just yeah. crushing me and i'm getting hot and i'm like holy shit dude i remember <laughs> when we first started that was like i am claustrophobic and i think jujitsu's really helped with my claustrophobia because i have to face it head on so much like i still have my little bit of like panic attacks here and there and like when my anxiety will kick in in certain situations but the thing that triggers it the most is like the like heat like yeah, if I'm that's hot, what I'm saying. Yeah, like if I'm a hot, my claustrophobia it like Same. it ramps up. That's why. That's what I mean. Where I'm like, I'm hot in my head. I'm like, I can't. I, it's not a. It's not a submission. It's nothing. It's just I'm hot and I feel like I'm constricted, and it's almost enough to make me want to lose my mind. Yeah, and I am. I'm right there with you. And uh, I think you know when you when you first start jujitsu that everyone gets a little bit claustrophobic because of, you know, the feeling of restriction and heat and then all the pressure. And I think over time, it's like I mentioned, it just has really developed me as a person to overcome that fear. But there are times still, even in jujitsu where I'm like, holy shit, this is like a little bit too much for me right now, man. Um, Absolutely. But it's like Mike, okay, Mike says, it's like, it's kind of like exposure therapy. The more you expose yourself to it, the more you get used to it. You know, Um, one thing I'll never get used to, though, is oil checking. Like, it's still, it's still awkward to me, but. I don't know about the exposure, but what it does tell me is if I see it coming, I'm like, nope, I'll fight tooth and nail to make sure I'm not in that position. Yeah, yeah. mm -mm. That, what's, what's funny is um, one of our listeners DM'd us on Instagram. I'm going to have to find the name and give him a shout out real quick for. Uh, answering this or asking me this question, but they basically asked how, as a smaller practitioner, could they overcome um, being the smaller person, I guess you could say, because they are, they said about 20 pounds lighter than any everyone in the class, um, and they're like, how do I overcome the size difference? You know, my technique's getting there. Uh, you know, I'm doing I'm doing better, but at the end of the day, you know, it's it's still hard um, for Austin. If you're listening to this, Austin, I'm answering your question online too. Uh, but you know, I was like, look, if you're a smaller person or the smallest person in class, you need to use your size to your advantage, just like big guys do. If you're a smaller person and you're rolling with someone bigger than you, then you need to be faster. You need to be a little bit more athletic. You need to not be put in these positions, which I know when you first start is easier said than done but you really need to fight to not let these people get these uh you know these advantageous positions for them on you like i know if i'm rolling with someone that's bigger and stronger than me i am i am fighting for my life to stay on top in every situation like i am like framing i'm putting knee shields in i'm fighting as much as i can the only person that it doesn't work on is cody i asked cody what gives him the most trouble uh, smaller so people. I've always used, yeah, I asked him like, what, what does he find the most difficult when he's rolling with someone smaller? And, uh, he said it's when they suck up the space. Mm. So that's what I do when I roll with him or anyone big like that. I try to hold them tight. 
uh, I'm on them like a jacket. Like I'm trying to suck up all the space so they yeah. can't use their long limbs or any of that stuff. Um, that's worked out well for me. Yeah. Basically, and you're right with the knee shields, man. I, I'd throw those, you know, you just dig that in and you grab them and you put a lot of pressure <laughs> there and just hold them. Like try to suck up that space. Yeah, I, I in the role with Cody, I had a little bit more success in passing his guard because I found that doing a, a closing the space with like an over under pass uh, really was very helpful for me to help pass his guard. I actually passed his guard halfway. Uh, I got past his legs, but then Cody's arms are like fourteen feet long, mm-hmm, so are. he just he just framed on me and regarded. Uh, and that's typically that's actually my fault because I should have sucked up the space once I passed his legs. I should have sucked up the space. But if you're a smaller practitioner, learn you, wrist locks. You, wrist locks are great, <laughs> but you got to use your size to your advantage. If you're smaller than someone, you're probably going to be faster than them. Uh, and then you just got to make sure that you know you're you're on the attack because someone can't attack you if you're always attacking. You know what I mean? Yep. So you got anything else to say about that, John? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, another question that I asked is like, what are you struggling the most with right now on YouTube? Mm. And uh, the the answer that we got was getting to class. Ooh, <sighs> that's what brother. I was gonna say. I, I thought you were asking me that, brother. Like, consistency. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I I think consistency looks different for a lot of people. And I think when people hear of consistency, I think a lot of people think of I need to show up as much as possible as often as possible, which I don't agree with. I think as long as you're consistently showing up, whether it's one, two, three times a week, doing that every week for a long period of time is better than you being consistent for six, seven weeks, taking two, three weeks off Mm. and then coming back, you know, training. Like it's like uh, Thomas Rosinski said in our first interview, who do you think is going to make a better stride? Someone that if they both have the same amount of classes at the end of the year, but someone showed up for two months and trained five days a week and someone did two week or two days a week the entire year. You know what I mean? Like the person that's constant or consistently showing up is going to be the one that grows the most. Consistence two times a week. Same. Yeah. That's, that's it. If I can't be that, then I'm just not consistent. Yeah. Are you going to try to do that again when you get back? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, uh, like I said, it, it's tough. I'm, I'm finally coming to the, the realization, like now I'm at the point where, uh, you know, when people are like, Hey, I'm older and shit don't work the same. Like now I feel, <laughs> now I feel that way now. Like, uh, recovery is different um shit losing weight's different uh everything's different now even compared to a year ago like everything's just worse so, yeah you know whatever we'll see i'm gonna I'm do the two but uh you know i'm trying to get um one of our buddies mike to come back uh, mike that would mike. be great mike comes back to class and i got a partner <laughs> you know what i mean no bro i want a partner that's older than me or same age i don't I'm tired of your young ass what are you I need, talking about i want bro? the older older Bro, cats. you you I, you give me a run for my money. Get the hell out! He's so full of shit. I'm not full of shit, mm-hmm. John. Jonathan's hard to roll with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's he he doesn't let you submit him. He's, he's... that's not good. <laughs> that just means de- great defense means I ain't doing shit on offense is what it means. <laughs> that's why he's laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, everybody that's listening to this knows it sucks to defend for five minutes. It's yeah. much better to attack. Yeah. And, and at this moment, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm probably putting John rolling with other John, uh, other blue belt John oh. over this right now, where John 
our John was defending for five minutes straight. And then afterwards, he came up to me. Why are you going to r- record that? <laughs> Why didn't you tell me you were going to record that? <laughs> I still think you need to put some of our first recordings on there for people to watch. You know what? I, I have them. I, believe, I do, too. I have them on uh, my, one of my YouTube pages yeah, from, if, from Japan. If you guys want to see it, we're like white belts, and we're rolling for hours. But yeah. we got some footage of it. Yeah, I, I'll put those over on our YouTube page. And I also have a, uh, a rolling commentary from when we were out there. I did one on one of my, my gaming channels uh, when I was a Twitch streamer. Uh, I did I did a rolling commentary when I was in Japan. And uh, I'll probably actually put that over on on our page, to tell you the truth. And I was a four-stripe white belt. I rolled with a purple belt, a wrestler, and stuff like that. And it was a really good one. So, Well, just for the audience, that was the first time I saw myself on video, and it was these videos. And I watched them, and I was like, well, shit, I'm not even moving. So it really helped me out watching those specific videos. We always talk. I mean, John and I have been saying the same thing since day one. Um, We started the podcast after we came back from Japan, and we filmed ourselves in Japan. And there, I'm I'm telling you guys, if you do not film your roles and you're a white belt, you 100% should. Mm -hmm. You should film your class. You should film your roles. You should film yourself doing the techniques because I still review my own rolling and my own techniques and when I'm able to film. I don't film as much as I should anymore, but that's a whole different story. Um, but it it is, I'm telling you, it is a big game changer. You get to realize, just like John said, are you moving when you think you are? Are you fighting when you think you are? Uh, are you defending something like you think you are? You know what I mean? Like when I was rolling with Cody, I watched it and uh, me defending the arm, head and arm choke, I looked like an idiot. I'm like, why am I even doing that? Yeah, time's different too because yeah. in my head I thought I was only in that position for seconds and then I'm watching it on video and it's more like 30 seconds. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus, move. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, it's a great thing to do too. Um, another question that I asked over on our YouTube community page is what do you think is a better submission in jiu-jitsu this one surprised me quite a bit john you want to read the results on that it looks like we got chokes 93 percent and joint locks seven percent so almost everyone thinks chokes are better than joint locks what do you think i think joint locks are quicker but uh i like chokes too i don't know that's tough i i prefer joint locks they're just they seem faster right yeah you can, you can kind of fight off a choke um, but those joint locks are immediate. Like, mm, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I feel like you can hold your breath on the choke, right? <laughs> <laughs> it just, I'm just going to turn around until <laughs> that's an inside joke. Cause I thought that was the way you did that. When we first started, I was like, what the fuck? I still had like a good 30 <laughs> seconds. I could hold my breath. Why am I passing out? Yeah, no, uh, I, I, per- I prefer joint locks. Um, I prefer Kimura's arm bars, uh, Mounted arm bars, mounted triangle. Oh well, triangle is a is a choke. Um, let me know what you guys think at home. Why do you think it was ninety three percent chokes? Why do you think they they are a better submission? If you do believe that, I believe joint locks are better submission because um, I don't know. I just prefer joint locks. I guess I don't really have a story for that. I mean, a choke you pass out a. a a joint lock, you're breaking something. So yeah. for me, like I feel like the locks are better. I mean, like you have to respect it, or something's breaking on you. If you don't respect the choke, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna submit, but you're just passing out. I like I like joint locks. I'll say this: I like joint locks because it neutralizes 
like them if you get a good joint lock in there's it's really hard to defend because usually you're isolating both arms or both both joints right if you're going for a knee bar a lot of the times you want to hold on to that second leg so they can't like kick your leg away so there's a really hard way to defend if you're arm barring like say from s mount a lot of the times you'll hold on to both arms and then you'll like sean taught for a while you're in s mount and then you lock up both arms if you can and then as you fall back you let go of one arm or hit the double arm bar um but I don't know. I prefer joint locks. I was really surprised that it was ninety three percent of people. Yeah, that's really you know, high. like uh, I don't know. That's that's a little high for me. But it's let me know what you guys think at home. Why why you think it? Why you think it is that way? You were gonna say something, John? Mm-mm, I'm just oh. reading. And then uh, the final one that I I did. This was a couple weeks ago, but I just thought it was uh, super interesting. Uh, where do most of you guys listen to our podcast? This wow. was another surprising one. I'm surprised it's not all Spotify. Yeah, I thought Spotify was going to be our biggest one. Um, right now, it was over on our community page. Spotify, 29%. Wow. Apple Podcasts, 14%. Google Podcasts, 5%. YouTube, 48%. Like, how do you listen to it on YouTube? I understand watching it on YouTube. So, but... from what I understand is a lot of people at home, what they'll do is they'll pull up our podcast on YouTube and have it playing in the background. Mm. Like, I at work, I'll, I'll have a podcast playing in the background while I'm doing stuff and whatnot. Mm. Um, and it's nice, too. I prefer YouTube as a podcast platform because uh, I feel there's a more of a connection with people because they can see you. And not only that, but... Uh, I can have it continue to play in the background, and if I want to, if they're talking about something like, like I just mentioned, the B-roll, then I can show the people what we're talking about on YouTube. So there's that whole other element um, to to doing it. So I can definitely see why I'm a hundred percent music on Spotify, and I listen to podcasts one hundred percent of the time on Apple. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's because you have an iPhone, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then someone said that they use Pocket Casts. Which is an interesting mm. thing too. I've never heard of Pocket Cast. Uh, I know there's like Overcast and other podcasts and platforms out there specifically made for podcasts. If you guys use one of those, let us know and how you like it. Because if it's better than Spotify, then I would love to hear how. You know mm. what I mean? Uh, Apple Podcasts I thought was actually going to be bigger than it was too, but that was that was pretty small. So. Um, probably all Android users. <laughs> yeah, right. So just a recap what we were talking about today, guys. Remember, if you guys want to name the community so we can start a Facebook group and have everyone join, DM us on Instagram and let us know what you think the name of the community should be. And if we pick the name of your community suggestion, uh, then we're going to bring you on the show. We'll interview for an hour. Uh, we'll make some social media posts about it, and we will have the community tell Tell or have you tell the story, your story to the community and everything like that. And we would love to hear how jujitsu has impacted your life. Um, sponsorships are for you. Um, and what else did we talk about? Injuries? Let us let us know what sponsors you might be oh, interested yeah. in. You know, uh, really, we we care about what the community is interested in. You yeah, know? and it's probably the same things that we are we and you are interested in. So let yeah. us know, and maybe we can look the, look for those. Yeah, if you guys even have like a suggestion of a company, uh, I'll do a cold call to them if we think it'd be a great fit because, you know, like John just said, 
sponsorships aren't only for us to grow as a we're we're tip, technically we're a business, right? Um, it's not only for us to grow as a business, but we really do want to give you guys as much value out of this as we possibly can too. So let us know what you guys think. Also, um, if you guys want to support the podcast or the YouTube page, we have elbows tight swag. If you guys elbows tight we have i just released our retro t-shirt um i'll throw up a picture right now of what it looks like (laughs) Ah, yeah it it. looks pretty legit right yeah yeah (laughs) so if you guys want to buy a t-shirt or a coffee cup or a sticker or whatever by all means go over to elbowstight.com and you can buy some elbows tight swag uh check out our sponsors down below manscaped and mummy um, and yeah, let us know what you guys think. Uh, also, you guys can leave a comment below on Spotify if you listen on Spotify. So go ahead and leave a comment how you guys like the episode. And that's pretty much it, right? That's it, man. So thank you guys so much for listening to Watch at Home, and uh, we'll catch you later. Peace. <laughs>